Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. I hope you're having a great day. Got a lot to get to, but real quick, hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Also, don't forget today's show is presented to you by the great people over at Sugar Fire in Westminster. Just an amazing place to get some barbecue. Oh my God, does that not sound good right now? Get some uh, smoked meat in your mouth. Oh, it's so good. I'll tell you more about them in a little bit, as well as Superbook Sports Colorado. But before we get into Superbook Sports and the headlines, I got to tell you, man, just about anywhere in the United States, I can say this, and you're like, yeah, hell yeah, it is. It's freaking cold, okay? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter where you're at, except for like a few spots in like California. But fuck California. <laughs> uh, today's high in, in the Denver metro area is 2 and a low of negative 13. That's the last I saw on my phone. It depends what app you use. Depends what news organization you watch. But either way, it's right around negative 13 for a, for a low here in Colorado. But that's just Colorado. I got a lot of people that listen in the Midwest and on the East Coast. You guys have it worse. You guys have a ton of snow. Like my brother-in-law and my sister-in-law live in Iowa. They're sending us pictures of like 14 inches of snow mixed with like the negative temperatures. Oh my God. I don't know how you guys deal with that shit. Like in Colorado, we it's been Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Today's Monday. Tomorrow, it's going to bounce back up into like the 30s or 40s, something like that. That's Colorado. It doesn't last that long. You guys on the mid in the Midwest and East Coast, it, it just lingers. And that's just, ugh, no. Don't know how you deal with it. And what makes it worse for us is since it's it's essentially in the negatives constantly th- this long weekend, uh, the kids can't really go outside and do much. Really, to be honest, I took my son to an a indoor baseball practice uh, over the weekend, and my daughter had a volleyball game, and that's really the most that we've gone out. Oh, we did see a movie. We did go and see a movie. We saw Wonka. Don't like it. But anyway, that's just me. <laughs> that's, a, that's just me. But anyway, that's essentially all we've done. We haven't really been outside other than going from the car to a building. So my poor kids have like cabin fever. They are just bursting at the seams. They can't wait to get back to school. And what I did is before the show, I, I set up a, a secret microphone upstairs. And, um, I wanted to give you guys some insight of what they're dealing with. So here's a live listen to my kids as they're, you know, they're bursting at the seams. They, they want to get out of this house. So let's get a live listen on them and what they're experiencing. This house is a fucking prison on planet bullshit in the galaxy of this sucks camel dicks. <laughs> they got potty mouths. Holy cow. Now, in case you're a moron, uh, that's not really them. <laughs> Somebody's like, oh, Scott's kids are just rude and obscene. Oh, my God. They get it from their father. Yeah, that's their father. You know, that's what they get. Some bitch, man. <laughs> it does suck. I shoveled the, my, what was it? I think it was yesterday or the day before. It was freezing cold. I forgot to put gloves on. But I'm like, I'll just go out there real quick and bust this out. Meanwhile, not thinking it's like negative five or whatever it was outside. So I'm going to go shovel 
and I get my hands are freezing and they're starting to hurt. And I'm like, okay, this is stupid, 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 Scott. What are you doing? So I just real quick, quickly do a half-assed job on the sidewalks. Sure enough, my neighbors start texting me. They're like, who, who mowed or who shoveled your, your sidewalks stuff? Was it your uh, nine-year-old daughter? I was like, screw you. It was cold. <laughs> Shut up. You guys are dicks. All of you. Oh, you are dicks. Uh, you know who I like? Superbook Sports Colorado. Because <laughs> they're changing the game. You could win some money this season with Superbook Sports, the most trusted name in sports gambling with a direct line to Las Vegas. And now you can use the promo code MILEHIGH and score up to $250 with their first bet bonus. So win or lose, Superbook is going to match your first bet up to 250 bucks with that promo code MILEHIGH. Go ahead and download the Superbook Sports app, enter the promo code MILEHIGH, and you're going to get $250 courtesy of Superbook Sports. So go ahead and visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. And if you got a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> if you're going to Florida, which i got to be honest, don't know why you would. Unless you're old, and then you're like, let's go retire in, in Florida. That'll be great, Herb. Herb, let's go to Florida. Well, I don't know why anybody wants to go to Florida. Real quick, before I get into this story, uh, it's the alligators or the crocodiles, whatever it is. Whatever's out there and the fact that they can eat you and it seems like they're all over the place, don't like it. Don't like it one bit. Anyway, add a new thing to worry about in Florida. You got to watch out for monkeys. Now, why do you have to watch out for monkeys? In Florida, because they can give you herpes. Let that sink in. <laughs> How many guys that contracted herpes are going to be like, oh, I've got to make a trip to Florida. Swear to God, honey, I got it from a monkey. <laughs> I was eating the burrito. Next thing you know, there was a, you know, a, a, a monkey chomping on my face. But why do you have herpes on your dick? Ah! Shut up. We need a divorce. I have some problems. Anyway, sorry. I just, I just sidetracked. I apologize. Uh, so what happened was there is a there's a tourist attraction out there. There's a there's a one of the many islands out there that are near Florida. I can't remember. I, I should have wrote it down. There's a little uh, island out there that people do these uh, glass bottom boat tours and you can see wreckages under the water. But they wanted to get some more people to go out to the specific, the actual island. And one thing that they wanted to do is like, hey, let's import some monkeys over there. And then that will help, you know, make it just more of a vibe out there on this island. Well, they do that. They bring them out. And then some of those monkeys end up just swimming to the mainland of Florida. And then they just, you know, bang away. And next thing you know, there's, there's monkeys everywhere. Well, these monkeys also have herpes and they're just like i said they're banging away that's right they are banging away uh that's my spirit animal is a as a monkey with herpes don't judge me okay connery okay <laughs> connery the huff's spirit animal is a monkey with herpes <laughs> i didn't think that one out i did it i didn't but anyway so they're going around they're breeding like crazy and they're 
if you get if you interact with one, like if they come up and like take a bite of your food and then you take a bite of the food afterwards, there's a good chance you're going to contract this. That's horrible. But they're telling you the the uh, health organization out there is saying, do not feed the monkeys out there and keep your kids close, especially if if you're in an area where you see a monkey which they've had about like 20 some counties out there if not more that have had uh interactions with monkeys that have herpes they believe so you got to keep your kids close you got to keep your pets on a leash it it's just like how freaking annoying how annoying and i when i went to australia we had to deal with the seagulls and seagulls are aggressive too because once they start getting the food, a food source, they're going to be very aggressive to get to get it. So if people start feeding these monkeys, these herpes monkeys out there in Florida, if they start feeding them, they're going to get more and more and more aggressive. And I, it's kind of crazy because I feel like this is an invasive species. I'm surprised they're not trying to eliminate them. Listen, they do that with the pythons out there in, in Florida. Like they have a certain time of the year where you can go hunt hunt them and not get in trouble. So I'm surprised they're not doing these with monkeys, especially if they're spreading disease. And I'm sure there's other animals out there uh, that are spreading disease, but geez, herpes, <laughs> herpes. <laughs> I just feel like that's like the worst thing that to get because like nobody's gonna believe you that you got it from a monkey. And if they do believe you got it from a monkey, they're not going to believe how you got it from the monkey. You know what I'm saying? They're going to be like, yeah, yeah, the monkey bit your banana. <laughs> wink, wink. And then you ate it. And then now you got herpes of the mouth. Okay, I believe you. Why is it in your eye? <laughs> Why is it in your eye, sir? I, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. It's horrible. Listen, you go to... you. You go on a trip to Florida, just you and the boys. You come back home, and you're talking to your significant other, and you're sitting there, and, and she notices that you got, like, sores all over your, your mouth. You go to the doctor. You find out it's herpes, and you try to tell your, your wife, like, listen, I was in Florida, and all the there was a monkey that started eating my food. I didn't think anything of it, and, I, and then I continued to eat out of it. I thought it was adorable. Now that's the doctor said that's where I got it from was the monkey. You know she's gonna leave your ass. She is. She's not gonna believe it. Oh sure, sure. You fucked a monkey, didn't you? <laughs> Hold on, real quick. Uh, Florida monkeys herpes. Hold on. Uh, this is my recorder. <laughs> Note to self: Don't have sex with monkeys when traveling to Florida. <laughs> Oh, that's awful. Awful. So, ugh. seriously, nobody would believe you. Nobody would believe you. It's like if you got herpes from a toilet seat. I don't even know if that's possible. But if, but if you did, nobody's going to believe you. Nobody. Uh, speaking of traveling, God, another s disgusting flight story, airplane story. A traveler claims, and she has video of it, that she was forced to sit under a dripping bag on a Southwest Airlines flight. So she she gets on the flight. 
She fell asleep shortly after taking off, but woke up after noticing that her leg and seat were completely soaked. Oh, oh, gross. This is what she said. It was really disgusting to sit sit through, and I was feeling pretty grossed out the entire time. So I literally just closed my eyes and listened to music to try and block it out. I think they should have offered to clean it up themselves at a bare minimum and rearrange the luggage to try and stop the drip. They didn't do that? How is that not the first thing you do? I got to be honest, before I continue with this story, if that, if that happened to me, or even if I witnessed this happening to somebody else, I would flip out, because that's disgusting. That's disgusting. You don't know, one, it, even if it's just water, that's still just messed up. I would have opened it up, taken the bag out, figured out which one was leaking, and tell the uh, flight crew, be like, you need to do something with this. Because you can't have somebody sitting there getting dripped on for their entire flight. Now, that being said, it was a short flight. I want to say it was only like an hour or so. But still, still, that's disgusting and, and just way unprofessional. So once the flight lands, she immediately filed a complaint to the help desk who advised her to send an online claim. Southwest responded within eight hours offering the traveler $150 as compensation, which the the lady was like, that's stingy. Her flight cost $160. <laughs> Why would they not just give her a full refund? They're like, no, we're holding on to this $10. <laughs> They're using that $10 to clean the seat. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. How did she not, how did she not pull more of a fit? She's too nice. Too nice. I actually have audio from the lady on, on the flight, allegedly. This sucks, and it's horseshit, but I'm too polite to say anything because I'm a class act. <laughs> Would you not flip out if, if that happened to you? Definitely. Even if it happened to somebody else. Like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm opening that thing up. I'm taking it out. You could you can yell at me all you want, flight crew, but I'm not dealing with that, and I'm not letting somebody else deal with that. That's 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 garbage. That's unnecessary. Come on, who's who would sit there through that? I and, and I'm like reading through it. She's like, I was trying to like move around a little bit, making sure that it didn't you know get on me and whatnot. No, she was too nice, way too polite in in that situation. She should have flipped the fuck out. She should have. Uh, my wife sent me this. You know, Mr. Beast, that YouTuber who's just like insane amount of followers. Uh, apparently, he collected 4 billion views from his videos in 2023. 4 billion views. And an average video length of 16 minutes. That's 1 billion hours of viewing time generated by one one guy. 30% more than what Netflix captured this year on its most watched show, The Night Agent. That's insane. Good for Mr. Beast. That being said, you watch his content, it's all essentially the same thing, just different settings. 
It's like, how long can you, you know, sit in this circle? And we're going to give you, you know, a free iPhone if you decide to get out now and blah, blah, blah. They're all the same thing. My kids watch them every now and then. They're nothing bad. It's just, it's mindless. It's, that's all it is. And it caters to young, young kids, which, which we talked about a few episodes ago, how like YouTube and Twitter, not necessarily Twitter, but like um, Facebook and, and TikTok and stuff, how much money they made off of minors is what was it like $11 billion. It's insane. So that's good for Mr. Beast, but then it, but part of the reason why I brought that up is there's, there's him that does it in a clean way, but then there's people that want to be on the same level as him, but they're like, well, I'm not going to do what he does, but I want the return that he's, he's getting. So I'm going to do kind of like a shock jock on radio where they do extreme things just to get people to listen. So there's a, a guy that pranked. I can't remember if I brought this up or not the other day, but a, a prankster was arrested in Europe earlier this month because he dumped a bucket of dog feces onto unsuspecting Metro passengers in Belgium. Are you fucking serious? This is people. This is what people do when they're tr- they're desperate for clicks. And if that happened to me, <laughs> if that happened to me, oh look, we, we got we got a little uh, a magic ball. Be like, oh look, if this happened to me and somebody dumped feces on on me, this is what I would say. You want to feel how hard I can punch? <laughs> oh my God! If somebody dumps poo on me, or even again. Even if I witness it, how are you not going to beat the shit out of that person? Seriously. You're, you're minding your own business and somebody does that. That's not funny. That's not funny at all. And this is where uh, social media is going to. Everybody wants to, to shock their way into views and listens and all that stuff. And they don't care how they get it. They think it's funny. They're just so fucking dumb. And here's what's sad when I think about it. Would I have done that when I was a kid if if social media was around? There's a good chance I may have. Because, you know, when you're just not thinking right, you're immature. You, you, you're not thinking about consequences. Guarantee you, this guy, uh, oblivious to the real world. Because he hasn't done jack shit in it. I mean... Fucking lock this guy up. Make this guy an example. That's disgusting. Oh, my God. Here's what's crazy. Let's say different scenario. He he throws the dog feces onto a bunch of people on the Metro. Would, would you be upset if the next part of that story was, and then he was beaten to a pulp and is now in the hospital? Would you be upset with that? follow-up line no because i'm sorry you deserve it at that point i know that's not pc but jesus man somebody throws shit on me i'm gonna beat the shit out of them and and it would be very hard to stop you got shit rolling down your face (laughs) 
dripping in your mouth. Oh, my God, the fury. <laughs> the fury. Oh, my God. I'd be furious. You know what makes me happy, though? Sugar Fire in Westminster. Oh, my God, amazing barbecue. You walk into the doors at Sugar Fire, and it just, the, the beautiful aroma just, oh, uh, it just, it just head to toe puts you in, in a feeling of bliss. It's so good. They're off 144th and Orchard Parkway on the south side of 144th, right next to Snooze. Just a beautiful place to go eat. Um, Chef Clint and his crew just knock it out of the park every single day. Today, they're, they're special. I was looking. If you follow them on social media, at Sugarfire Westie, today's special was pastrami burnt ends. Oh, my God. If you've ever eaten one of those, it will make your eyes roll in the back of your head with delight. It is so good. Every single day, Chef Clint is posting stuff on social media. Act, like I said, at Sugarfire Westie uh, on social media. They always post what's going on, and it's just amazing entrees, amazing sides, amazing sauces. It's just such a great place. I told you the other day, uh, I talked to a guy named James who's like, he's he's like, I, I'm i wanting to go back to becoming a vegan, but then I, I, um, he's like, I heard you on the show talking about sugar fire in Westminster. And he's like, I live near there. So I went in there and he's like, now I'm having second thoughts. <laughs> I know, dude, it's so good. He's all, it was so delicious. He's like, I got the brisket and whatever. I was like, Oh, that's it's so good. So good. There's no, Oh, it's so, so delicious. It doesn't matter what you get there. It, it's going to knock your socks off. So, Liz is the GM out there, and she helps manage everything, keeps everything rolling. Chef Clint is the is the mastermind behind all the recipes. So you got to go out there and check them out. They're, it's just they do it right. They do it right. By far the best barbecue in the state of Colorado. Go check them out. Sugar Fire in Westminster, 144th and Orchard Parkway, right next to Snooze on the south side of 144th. It's Sugar Fire in Westminster, reinventing barbecue every single day. Well, the U.S. Federal Highway Administration has given states two years to implement all the changes outlined in its new 1,100-page manual released later uh, last month, excuse me, which includes rules that spells out how to how signs like the traffic signs and other traffic control devices are regulated. What they're saying is humorous and quirky messages on electronic signs will soon disappear from highways and freeways across the country. Administrative officials said overhead electronic signs with obscure meanings, references to pop culture, or those intended to be funny will be banned in 2026 because they can be misunderstood or distracting to drivers. Bullshit. That is not distracting to drivers, unless you're dumb. Here's the thing with those. If it's a funny sign, it stands out more to me. There is one, I wish I could remember what it was. It was something about, um, it, it was around the holidays, and it said something to the effect of, slow down, it'll, it'll give you less time at your mother-in-law's or something like that. It was, it was, it was funny, and I'm like, oh, yeah, it's true. And, and it stands out to me more. As long, 
I have more of a problem when there's like so much information and I'm like, this, this is slowing down traffic because they're not condensing it. It's just like be real slow down icy roads. That's good. That's fine. But if you add a little humor to that, there's nothing wrong with that. It makes it stand out as long as it's not like a multi-page multi-screen thing. That's where people slow down. And it's just like, uh, I, I think that that's, a little bit ridiculous and it's them trying to, you know, you know, get their fingers in on everything. If it works in your state, why not let it just continue to do its thing? I think that's a little ridiculous. Maybe I'm overthinking it and, 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 and whatever, but I mean, I'm sure there's some examples of where people have gone too far. They don't give those. I get that. I get it, but let's meet in the middle on this. It's just like, look, you know, we can't be humorous at all. Fuck this. Slow down. It's the law. <laughs> like, that makes me want to go faster. It does. I got to be honest. Just to be, if your sign's going to be a dick, I'm going to be a dick back. <laughs> I think that's silly. So be ready for that. In a couple years, you're going to notice that the, the traffic signs are boring as fuck. Well, you can thank the federal government on that. That's so dumb. What a dumb thing to worry about. How about this? Uh, fix other shit. Instead of being worried about our signs, you probably spent a million dollars on writing that 1,100-page new manual of how not to do a, you know, a traffic sign. It's ridiculous. Speaking of ridiculous, you guys remember a couple months back when we had that story that kind of swept the the world where it was in Mexico, those non-human alien corpses. And people are like, we discovered these and they're aliens. And it was one of those things where you look back on it and be like, well, shit, maybe it is. It looks real. And some people are like, I'm looking at the x-rays and indeed, uh, these aren't animals. These aren't not people. So you're like, oh shit, what is it? Well, further studies have been conducted and Flavio Estrada, what a great name. Flavio, hello, I am Flavio Estrada, and I'm here to make love to you. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, he's an uh, archaeologist at Peru's Institute for Legal Medicine and Forensic Sciences. He said the conclusion is simple. They are dolls assembled with bones of animals from this planet with modern synthetic glues. Therefore, they were not assembled during pre-Hispanic times. And he continued, they, they're not extraterrestrials. They're dolls made from animal bones from this planet with syn synthetic glue. <laughs> and he finished with, it's a totally made up story. Well, thanks a lot, Mr. Bubble Burster. Come on, let us live in a fantasy. There's little aliens and we got the bones. Here's what's funny about that. The majority of people that are really into aliens and whatnot, they're not going to believe that this guy said this. They're going to be like, that's what they want us to believe. I bet he's paid off by the government. <laughs> I bet that, yeah, sure, sure. Wasn't he? Maybe he is, but I mean, come on, what's the likelihood? It, they looked paper mache. They did. Okay? 
It looked like something I remember doing paper mache when I was in elementary school. You know, you get that newspaper and that goopy stuff. And if I would have been, you know, thinking right, it would have made some little aliens. And then, you know, 20 years later, I could have sold it for millions of dollars to some crazy guys like, oh, my God, it's a mummified alien. <laughs> on, on the bottom of its foot, it says, Scott, third grade. <laughs> Something like that. Like, I don't know who this Scott third grade is, but boy, that's clearly a marking from the ancient Aztecs. Ah, <laughs> uh, so ridiculous. Hey, do you see Miss Colorado won Miss America? That's so cool. Her name's Madison Marsh. She's 22 years old. She's a second lieutenant in the U.S. Air Force and is the first active duty member of the military to ever be crowned as Miss America. She's a graduate of the U.S. Air Force Academy in Colorado Springs. Madison is the fourth Miss Colorado to become Miss America. I didn't realize that. The other three were Rebecca Ann King from Sterling in 1973, uh, Marilyn Van Derber of Denver in 1957, and Sharon Ritchie of Denver in 1955. Very cool. Had no idea. In addition to her military service, Madison is a National Truman Scholar, two-time National Astronaut, oh wow, Astronaut Scholar, eight-time Dean's List at the Air Force Academy, a National Rhodes Finalist, certified private pilot, a black belt in Taekwondo, and a graduate of the Kennedy School at Harvard. What? Damn, she's smart. And she's beautiful. Wow. Good for her. That's really cool. Really cool. Man. Just think. Her and I are so close, but so far away. <laughs> I like that. I, I love... I Here's the thing. Like, my wife is extremely beautiful. But I am so attracted to her, uh, her mind. So I, I love it when I see people that are just so educated and in yes physical beauty's fine and all but if you don't have you know a good personality and you're just not i don't i don't know have you ever met somebody it doesn't matter if it's a man or woman where they're just like yeah maybe they're attractive but then you're like god they're dumb as shit and just just they're hard to be around because you can't have a conversation like with her, although she might be hard to have a conversation with because she's so smart and I'm so dumb. And that that that's that might be a downfall for her. Okay. <laughs> she's like, Scott, I really don't want to have a conversation with you. You're too stupid. <laughs> uh, that's cool though. I think it's neat. And and it's just more I love seeing the fact that like like her her credentials, like she's just done so much. She's only twenty two and she's done all that. That's freaking awesome. So expect her to do a lot of great things as she moves forward. And it's a good example, man or woman, to it doesn't matter how old you are, you can still push forward and accomplish a lot. Man, you look at that, like Taekwondo. My wife did Taekwondo. I need to, I would love to get into martial arts. I, I did very loosely did kickboxing and that was a lot of fun but it wasn't like hardcore but i did loot like you trim down quick when you're doing martial arts and stuff like that 
as long as you're doing it on a regular basis. So that that's that's really cool. If if you guys know of a good one up here in the Thornton area, let me know because that's that's where I'm at, and I would love love to get into that, and also maybe even get my kids into it because I think that's a good discipline to have is martial arts. So again, kudos to her. Great, great, congratulations! It's it's really neat, and as somebody that's in Colorado, it just makes me proud to. Uh, see a Colorado person win something like that. And, and it's not just based on the fact that she's extremely attractive. It's just, she's like the legit package. Hey, I saw this this morning. I got an email from them and I was like, no, oh, that's pretty damn cool. It makes me feel good. And this is also a great testament to you guys that listen to this show. I was ranked, the Huff Uncensored was ranked number one Best Colorado funny slash comedy podcast via Feedspot. Never heard of Feedspot, but apparently I'm on their list. <laughs> but they're like, hey, you're the number one best Colorado funny and uh, comedy podcast. That's cool. So thank you, guys. Thanks for listening. I, I was just like, oh, well, I'm going to screenshot the shit out of this and promote the fuck out of it. <laughs> hey, it's it's easy advertising. I think that's cool. I think that's really cool. I, I'm I'm humbled by it because, uh, you know, I, I'm out here having a lot of fun, and, and I'm glad you guys are too. I posted this on Facebook, and, and Paul, a longtime listener of the show, and when I was on the radio station, he's like, dude, you well-deserved. He's like, I tell my wife all the time, if you ever want to shut your brain off and, and have a good laugh, listen to Duh Huff. <laughs> I was like, thank you? <laughs> It's true, though. Hey, man, life is serious. It is. Let's laugh. It, it's better to laugh than, like, I know some people that, like, they're so consumed with, like, say, YouTube and, and all these conspiracy theories and, and just, like, this this world's going to shit type of shows, and their lives are going down the drain, and, and it's sad. They're miserable, and it's hard to be around. Wouldn't you rather be around somebody that is laughing and enjoying life? Life's short. Life is very short. Do you want to sit there being miserable? Or would you rather be enjoying yourself? I'm not saying you got to go around laughing like a moron. <laughs> Look at the wall. <laughs> like, that doesn't make sense. I just farted in the bathtub. <laughs> No, I'm not saying do that. What I'm saying is enjoy life. And if, if you're making a commute somewhere or, or whatever, you're at your, your office and you want to pop me on and listen to some nonsense for a little bit and then move on with your day, hey, if you can smile in that 30, 40 minutes, whatever this show ends up being, then I've done my job, and that makes me happy that, that I made you happy. So thank you, guys. I don't know what the what contributed to me being the number one best Colorado funny and comedy podcast. Whatever it is, whatever those, whatever went into that equation, um, I, whatever it is, I, I I can't thank you guys enough. So I appreciate each and every one of you that listens, that has listened, and will continue listening in in the future. So it's it's really cool. So go ahead, share it with your friends. Uh, if you can, give it a nice review wherever you listen to this. 
Big thanks to my sponsors, Sugar Fire in Westminster. I I told you about that guy James that was saying that he's like a he's a, he wants to be vegan, but then he discovered Sugar Fire from listening to the show, and now he's like debating his life choices. He went up there to the register, and there was one of my stickers, and he told them he grabbed the sticker, and he's all, "This is why I'm here because of the Huff," and I this place is great, and so. So if if you can, if you're in the area of 144th and Orchard Parkway, go say hi to everybody at Sugar Fire in Westminster. Try them out. Make sure they know that DeHuff sent you. And there are some stickers up there that you can snag of mine. If they're not at the register, there's a, there was some. I got to go back over there here in a, a day or two um, and add some more stickers. But there's some at the bar, too. So. Go over there. A good way to say thanks to me is by supporting my, my sponsors. Uh, and Sugar Fire in Westminster, an amazing place to eat. A bunch of great people over there. I, I can't thank them enough. And also Superbook Sports Colorado, a bunch of great people over there as well. Thank you guys so much. Uh, let's keep doing this, okay? If you want to interact with the show, please do, at DeHuff Podcast on social media, or you can hit shoot me an email. I know that's a little old school. It is. I need to set up like a phone number type of thing, and you guys can send me messages like a text line. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I got to look into that, okay? Uh, but you can hit me up on email, dehuffpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you guys so much. Have an amazing day. Don't fart in the tub. And if you do, it's okay to giggle at it, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Anyway, it's Dehuff Uncensored. Let's continue to move forward. Have an amazing day. I'll talk to you next time.